Um, we're going to switch gears in this episode. Um, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but um, depression, uh, mental health. Just making sure, um, you know, you're good mentally is the best way to live a good life. Um, lately, I've been experiencing um, just a lot of ups and downs, just like everyone else. Uh, been stressed out more than usual, a little depressed, and sometimes feeling alone. You know, I will say I'm that strong friend that people call me and unload all their problems onto and I'm helping them get through what they need to get through. But when it comes time for me, I really don't, you know, either I don't feel comfortable explaining or really admitting that something is wrong with me because I'm the strong friend. I'm the one people look up to, sort of say. So I don't really feel comfortable, but it's like, in the same sense, that's not healthy. You know, Uh, I guess I have my own insecurities as well. And um, I don't know, man. Lately, I've just been just a little down and out. And I'm making this episode because I'm sure a lot of people can relate to feeling this way and relate to um, being depressed or being stressed out, especially black men. You know, um, we have to break down this wall of this facade that you just be a man about it. It'll be all right. You're a man. You're not supposed to feel this way. But no, men feel this way, too. And especially your strong friends. You got to. Check on your strong friends at the end of the day, man, because you just never know how they're feeling. Um, Also, something I struggle with, um, also, man, is alcohol. Sometimes I just want to get drunk, man. Sometimes I just want to get fucked up for no reason. And then people are like, man, you did this, you did that. That's why if you listen to the previous past episodes where, you know, I talk about Darnell, my drunk alter ego. It's like, man, when I get to that phase, I don't even know who the hell I am. I'm cussing everybody out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but I will say the alcohol is an up and down battle too because it's like sometimes I can drink and just be chill and get a buzz, just be chill. But if something's wrong with me and I drink, all of that's going to do is amplify that mood. And I'm going to be this monster. You know, people are like, oh, you did this, you did that. I did what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I work a job I really don't like, like a lot of Americans. You know, we have uh, jobs that we put up with just to pay the bills. And it's like, fuck. I'm at this job that I'm doing all this mandatory overtime, six days a week, very demanding schedule, understaffed uh, warehouse where you got to do more than likely two or three people's jobs. You know, and it seems like there's no relief. Also, there's no way of just feeling like I'm living life. You know what I mean? I'm living my best life. (laughs) But, you know, at the moment, I don't feel like I'm living my best life. You know, and I know everything you go through, you go through for a reason. I know God doesn't strategically place you somewhere for no reason. I believe you're somewhere for a reason. So I know that for sure. But it's like, man, I'd be praying I'd be asking God, man, just take me to that next level, man. Like, make me feel like I am living life. I'm 30 years old. I'm tired of feeling stressed out. I'm tired of feeling just down and out. You know what I mean? Like, I do the same thing every day, it seems like. The same routine. And I'm not living life. You know? Also, 
Maybe my problem is, too, I need to be more vulnerable with my friends that actually actively care and fuck with me the long way, you know? People will be like, hey, how you doing? You know, people that actually care, like, how you doing? I'm good. Instead of me, hey, man, I need to talk. I need somebody to talk to. I always hold things in, and I, I, I got to find a way to not do that, you know? But it's hard. It's real hard. Um... Because you have this perception of yourself at the same time. You don't, I don't want to feel like I'm just whining like a little bitch to somebody. You know what I mean? I'm a very strong-willed person. And along with being strong-willed, you know, it's also a factor of being stubborn. I don't... That's always been my defense mechanism. It's just not to tell people your business. Because I have a preconceived notion of everybody wants to see you look like a fool. Everybody wants to see you fail. Everybody wants to see you fall. People want to see you weak. So at the end of the day, I hold my head. I was at work a couple months back, and I hear this all the time. People are always like, man, you know, you're just always so happy. Like, you ever, you don't ever go through anything, man, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, I'm going through something every day. I'm battling something every fucking day, man. You know what I'm saying? On top of, I carry a lot of things for my family, too. I have a very small family. And one thing that's been bothering me lately, too, is my grandmother. As far as, man, it's crazy to see her get old. She's 85 now. It's crazy to just see, like, the deterioration go of life on a person. And at the end of the day, I got to be there for her. And it's like... You know, not, not trying to say she's like really dependent. She doesn't need anything. She's 85. She still drives. She does all everything on her own. Only thing is, it's like, man, she went from one day, like years ago, she had a little limp. Like, you know, her leg was bothering. Oh, it was arthritis. And then time, you know, progressed. Years go by. Then she started using a cane. Then, you know, now she's on a walker. And just to see her walk as slow as she's walking on this walker, man, it's like that stresses me the fuck out. Because my grandma, anybody knows me and knows about my grandma, she the type, she's going to do whatever she wants to do, when she goes to do it, doesn't care, she's going to be out. So I'm like, I can't be with her 24-7. Like right now, I don't know where the hell my grandma at. <laughs> but she's out here in these streets. But it's like, that's another thing, man. It's just like, man, just seeing my grandma get older and, you know. I'm used to her just being so strong. She's still strong. She'll tell you like it is to this day. But it's like, it's just crazy to see the deterioration of her life go too. And it's just like a reality check of like, man, one day she's not going to be on this earth. You know? And that's a hard thing to deal with in my mind. Because I'm just so used to being with her, seeing her, talking to her. She gets on my damn nerves, <laughs> calling me a million times, but man, I love her. So that stresses me out. Um, situation just with family in general, you know, it's like my mom doesn't live here. My uncle doesn't live here. Nobody lives here but my brother. And we don't even talk too much, you know. We talk every once in a while. We don't talk like that. I mean, it's, it's a joke in the family of, hey. If you're about to die and you have one phone call and somebody's going to pick up the phone, they have to pick up the phone. 
It's not Daryl. Don't call Daryl. He's never answering the phone. <laughs> He's the type of Negro. You can text him. He'll text you back tomorrow. If you text him today, he'll fuck around and text your ass back tomorrow or not text back. But he's also one of them people that always got his phone in the hand. You know what I'm saying? But he never texts back. You know? I used to hate when I dated women like that. You know? You would text them, and they take forever to text back, but they always got their phone in their hand. That would drive me up a fucking wall. It's like I text you. Why does it take you eight hours to reply? And you got your phone in your hand all the time. I don't know. Anyway. I guess speaking of relationships too. I Man, I have serious trust issues. And I would just say that's just due to my previous relationship that I just got out of like a year ago. Like I'm, I just, man, my trust issues were already through the roof before I met her. But now after that situation, oh, it's definitely through the roof. I don't trust anybody really. You know? I don't know. Thinking about that shit. I'm 30 years old. You know, everybody around me is getting married and quote unquote living their best life. Not trying to compare myself to anybody online or anything like that, but you just look around you and you just kind of look and you see like where I am and where they are. It's like, I got to get my shit together. Meaning I need to find my purpose in life, man. You know, because working at this damn job that I work, that ain't fucking cutting it. I think that's another main thing I struggle with is the purpose in life. What is my purpose? I know it's not waking up to go to this job and work overnight all the time. I know it ain't that. This mandatory overtime and to be depressed and feel like shit. You know, I will say people always say, oh, man, the podcast is great. This and the third, blah, blah. And I thought about the other day. I said, man, if I had as much time to focus on this podcast or something else creative, where the hell would I be? Because I like doing this. I like doing stuff in media. I've always liked entertainment. And it's crazy because when I do these podcasts, more than likely, I just throw that shit together. It's in my free time when I'm at the crib, you know, or when I get off work early in the morning, I just throw this shit together. And I'm like, if I could spend as much time as I do at this damn job that I hate, on something that I love, where would I be? You know? And it's like, I feel the most creative when I'm at work in the evenings. And I have creative bursts of energy and I'm writing notes down and I'm thinking about this and all these ideas and all this. That, and then when I get home or when I get free time, it's just like, oh, let me just chill. I don't feel like being creative. I don't feel like being funny. I don't feel like talking. You know? It's just all these mixed up emotions and feelings. And half the time, I just wake up on the wrong side of the bed like, fuck, what the hell? Like, I don't feel like going through life today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Um, I have a friend, really good friend, really good friend. And she has battles with, like, anxiety, depression, and um, panic episodes and things of that nature. And, um... She told me she went to the doctor and they gave her some medication. And today is one of them days, like, I'm like, man, pass me some fucking medication. Because <laughs> sometimes I feel like life is just sucking the breath out of me. You know, not to say I would do anything harmful to myself or, you know, that type of thing. But I just feel like, man, and I'm so against medication because 
you know, I've looked at reports of like, uh, you know, mass shooters and all that case. And all them cats be on like anxiety medicine or depression medicine. So when she told me, she was like, hey, I'm on this medication they gave me. And I was like, hey, man, look up the side effects. Look at this. I don't know. Uh, you know. And it's just like, but today is one of them days where I'm like, bro, pass me some medication. I don't know. I think I'm going to call off from work here in a minute. I'm just sitting here. I don't I don't feel like going. That's another thing. You know, my job is the type of job. I don't know if everybody's job is like this, but if you call off, they try to like mark all this stuff against you, no matter how much time you didn't put in. And I'm like, motherfucker, I didn't been there working 10 and a half, 11 hours a day, nine and a half hours at least every day. And if I call off and use eight hours of my annual time, you want to bring me to the office and talk shit to me? Like some days I just need a mental health day so I don't whoop somebody's ass. And definitely I got to put the alcohol down because if I, if I start drinking, I'm definitely going to whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> I'm just speaking real talk, man. Some days you just feel like that. I don't know. And back to the alcohol, it's like I thought about it too. It's like I've tried to like say like, okay. I'm not going to drink any hard alcohol anymore. And then it's like, I'm just going to drink beer. But then it's like some days I'll start drinking beer, start slamming beers. The next thing you know, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me get a little, little crown. Fuck it. Let me keep going. Let me turn up. But it's like a roll of the dice when I turn up. I turn into somebody I don't like and somebody a lot of people don't like, you know? Um, it's kind of like make you think too, like what's going on in my brain that when I'm drinking, I'm just like, let me keep drinking. Oh, you ain't fucked up. You feeling good. Let me keep. And then you just fucked up. And it also, it's crazy. Cause it's like you, 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 sometimes you drink to like get some relief cause it feels great, but it can also be a depressant too. The alcohol can also take you down a depressing road where you just start thinking about problems and life and stress and this and that. And then you drink yourself into a depressing slumber. Well, at least that's how it feels for me sometimes. And I'm not trying to say I got like alcohol problems where I'm waking up to a bottle of Hennessy or I'm, you know, whatever. I'm drinking every day. But nah, I just sometimes when I drink, man, I just go down that rabbit hole. So... Today, I'm taking a pledge. Day one with no alcohol. I got to stop drinking. I got to stop using that alcohol to make me feel good. And I got to find something else to do. I go to the gym like every day. And that's usually my relief. I'll just be like, fuck it. I'm going to go work out. I feel better after I got a little blood pumping through my muscles. Or, you know, my little uh, my bones get a little... You know, a little swole, a little muscle tone on the bones. You know, I feel good. But I got to find something else to get more relief in life. You know? Um, and also, just being real with myself. I was talking to a guy the other day. Um, and he was just like, man, he just had a lot going on in life and blah, blah. He had been drinking too. And he just kind of brought up about counseling. And I told the brother, hey, man, there's nothing wrong with counseling. There's nothing wrong with therapy. Nothing wrong with that shit, bro. If you feel you need to go talk to somebody with an unbiased opinion, you do that. 
especially in the black community. We, we A lot of us suffer from mental things, but a motherfucker want to write you out, oh, that motherfucker crazy, he this, he that. Well, you need to figure out why he's crazy or try to help that motherfucker do that, you know, through it. You know? It's a lot of times we'll meet people and we'll just write them off. Like, oh, that motherfucker crazy. That motherfucker might have a mental problem. <laughs> just being real. You know? I didn't know I was crazy. <laughs> I did not know I was crazy until I would say I got into a relationship <clears throat> and it's like a motherfucker would do shit to push my buttons knowing damn well she was pushing my buttons. And she know damn well how I would feel when she would do certain things. But she would do it like intentionally. You know what I'm saying? Just to fuck with me. Just so I'd be mad. And then that turns you into a crazy motherfucker. Of you're going off on somebody. You, you know, you, you start trying to say things below the belt to try to hurt their feelings because they hurt your feelings. And I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way. This is real talk. And I guess what I can say, you know, just a life lesson. Just when you meet someone and they throwing red flags out there to do stuff like that. You need to leave that person alone, no matter how much you think you love them or you care about them or your optimism about what's going on. You got to guard yourself because if a person is making you turn into something that you don't want to be, you got to step away from that shit because it's not going to get better. It only get worse. And I know, especially from my experience, you know, when you go through a relationship with somebody and they really show you how they feel about you, meaning they treat you like shit at the end of the day and break your heart and really don't care about it. It's not a good feeling, bro. It doesn't get better. If you're dealing with somebody and you're telling them how you feel about a certain situation and they don't do anything to try to help you through that or to help you understand, you know, hey, I'm here for you, or I, I understand how you feel, let's work this thing out, but instead they like steady push buttons and do things to try to make you mad and piss you off, you got to leave them alone. It's not going to get better. And at the end, you're just going to really see your value of what somebody really thinks of you at the end of the day. Somebody that you love, somebody that you confided in, somebody that you trusted, somebody that you know you thought wouldn't do you like that. And I've learned that a lot of times in relationships, you know, everything is great in the beginning. Everything's cool. Everything is, oh, this person this, this person that. And on both ends, you'll start to see certain flaws in people, character flaws. And I, I, what I've learned is a lot of times a relationship is built on thinking this per person is perfect and they aren't going to make a mistake. But then when they do or you do, you back off or they start backing off. Instead of accepting someone for who they are and trying to help build that person to be a better person. You know, I'm 30. I'm young. You know, you live and you learn. And one thing I can say, personally, I don't know if God want me to be a thought or what. But it's like, bro, the relationship shit do not be working out for me. It's like weird. When a chick be really into me doing everything that I want them to do. It's like they always do something to kind of turn me off. It's like, for the most part, I always 
fall in love, really dig a woman that, I'll be real, she doesn't do it all. <laughs> Either there's bad communication and I'm left alone in the dark feeling like, well, what are they doing on the side? Why are their patterns changing all the time? Why do they act like they don't give a fuck about me, but then turn around and say they do? You know, and then the woman that's does everything that I want them to do, it's always something I find that I just don't like. I don't know. It's weird as hell. And I look around at all my friends. They're either married or in serious relationships. And it's just like me. <laughs> it's like every time I think something is going good and it's going to be something, it ends up being shit. And I could say, I mean, hey, maybe these are my just my insecurities and the way I view things. I don't know. But I don't know, bro. What is it? 430? Yeah, I think I'm going to call off from work. I'm not dealing it. Not dealing with it today. They can call me in the office all they want. <laughs> Find something to do. I need to go to the gym or do a lot of writing. Um, figure something out, man. I need a mental health day. That might be the name of this episode. Mental health day. <laughs> what else? Um... Just anybody out there, too, if you're battling with something and you're feeling a certain way and you you need somebody to talk to, I'm always an avid person of listening to people, you know, I don't know, people probably online think I'm weird. Like, if I see somebody make a status talking about depression or suicide or blah, 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 I'll jump in the inbox and be like, hey, if you ever need to talk, just hit me. I know you don't know me, but you can hit me up. I'm pretty sure probably a lot of girls probably think like, oh, he just wanted to jump in my DM. Nah, man. <laughs> It's deeper than that because I understand how it feels. I definitely understand how it feels. But I guess that's what I got to do with myself. I got to work on letting my guard down and being real with myself and being real with personal close friends and letting them know, hey, I'm not feeling it today. No matter how I look or how I may feel, I'm not feeling it. You know, definitely not going to, you know, um, put it out there to, people that online or you know people that I don't know because like I said previously I don't I don't trust people and people love to see stuff fucked up you know they're just like relationships online <laughs> people have a notion of like you you'll see that couple uploading pictures all day all day all day for months and they be waiting for that shit to you know to end <laughs> they be waiting for that time that like they go on your page and there's no more pictures of you and Bay no more they be waiting for that shit, bro. Hella funny. Hella funny. Uh, and that's the worst thing, too, man. You get out of a relationship and y'all got tons of pictures online. Deleting them shits one by one be the worst, bro. <laughs> I will say that. Me and my ex, we had hella pictures of, of, of each other. And um, some I deleted. Some I basically just made private. So I'm the only person that I saw them because... There were good memories, you know, but I wouldn't want to keep them public, you know, with respect to her new relationship and just respect to, you know, my future of, you know, a woman. Um, you know, you don't want to have old baggage just sitting on your online profile. A while ago, I guess she had 
didn't delete the pictures or whatever the case, but her ex commented on a gang of pictures that we were in together. I'm like, you forgot to delete this. You forgot to delete that. You forgot to delete this. And I'm just like, shit, I understand. I feel you. If I had a girl, you know, and she has hella old pictures of her and her guy, old guy, I'd be like, hey, man, delete these and make them private, bro. And it's funny because I was on Snapchat the other day. I'm never on Snapchat early because I don't like it. But I saw, like, how many fucking pictures we had in, like, you know, the save snap part, like, where you save images. It's just a gang of fucking pictures of us in there. And it's just like, I don't know how to delete these things one by one or what, but then you start looking at all the memories and you're like, dang, you know, this was fun. I remember this day. I remember that. And you just look at the pictures and you think like, oh, at once we were so happy. We were so in love. <laughs> and look at it now. That's why I told myself, I told my friends too, like I'm never posting shit with anybody else on my social media. The next picture you see me with a female that you'll know is my woman is when I propose to a woman. And I put that picture up. Oh, she said yes. Motherfuckers going to be like, damn, well, when, when would you in a relationship? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I'm not going to keep doing that. I've done, this is like my third time, I think, my whole Facebook career where I had like pictures with a woman, you know. I remember one time I was dating this girl, you know, she digged me a lot, you know. She was cool, she just didn't have it all the way. But she would bug me, like, why won't you put a picture of me online? Because I don't want to. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know this shit wasn't finna work out. <laughs> just being real, like, I was like, I'm not putting no pictures of you online. You know, and she'd get mad about that. And I'm still friends with her on Facebook. I've seen her relationship trail. It's crazy. You know? You see this guy, then this guy. Then you're getting proposed to this guy. Then it doesn't work out with this guy, and then there's another guy. It's just like, you. some people you look, and it's just like, you look at their page, and it's like, you always got somebody up there. What happened to the guy that was up on your page last month? Because if you think for one second, people ain't keeping notes. Shit. People keeping notes. They keeping tabs. That's for damn sure. Other day I seen a good friend, you know, I've known her for a long time, long time. And she's on Facebook and, you know, same with her. It's her and her guy. They were always posting pictures and this is this, this is that. You know, she's making all these statuses about, you know, dude being, you know, this, the best thing that ever happened, blah, blah, blah. One morning I get up and it's the first status I see and she's on there basically defending the reason she broke up with dude. Basically... Wouldn't go into detail, but basically just said it was over. You know? Definitely said it was over, but it was still a great relationship, and it's probably for the best that they part ways, and how she's not going to delete any of the pictures that she has on the page with Dude, because it was a great experience and a great part of life. I don't know. You know? I don't know. And I hate to see this stuff like that. I like seeing couples, you know, in relationships going great you know in life and things are going good but then there are also those hey i, I see you on there i see you slowly deleting them pictures <laughs> you know relationships are crazy i don't even know how i ended up on this when i'm talking about mental health oh i guess because hey that can cause a a big part of it too man a, a big part of life i think too is just having a better half that you can just be yourself and you can really be vulnerable with and they understand you and at the end of the day you know that if nobody else in this world gets me or if nobody in this world is fucking with me, they fucking with me. They understand me. I can be weak with them. But 
you know, I don't know. My last relationship, I tried to have that, but flat out one time, man, she told me, she said, maybe you're just too sensitive. I'm like, well, damn. You know, it's just kind of like, bro, I'm being this way with you. I'm not this way with everybody. I'm letting you know I'm not having a good day, or I'm letting you know how I feel. You're supposed to uplift me. You know what I mean? That's your job. <laughs> but, yeah, and in moments like that, you just got to be real and know, hey, end of the day, when you see red flags like that, they're not trying to improve it. Got to make your exit strategy. You know? It's crazy. I never really realized how much weight, I guess, a relationship can have on you as far as your mental health goals or how you feel in life, you know, until I got older. And I did get my heart broken, you know. You get to understand a lot in those moments. And also, too, you got to learn to heal from things in relationships because it's not healthy to bring that type of baggage over to your next relationship. You know, the next person doesn't deserve um, what the backlash of what the previous person did, sort to say. You know what I'm saying? They don't. And I guess backing up on um, the whole alcohol thing and abuse and substance abuse, maybe this is how people feel when they're like really deeply in on drugs. No, I've never done any hard drugs. You know, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Um, died of an overdose last week. You know, you just never know what he was battling. It's crazy. People can say, well, you got all this money, you got this, that, and the third, but something's not working right. You're not happy. I used to work at a hotel with millionaires. They lived in condos. These condos, I was a valet. And, man, some of them people were, like, really depressed and, like, messed up. So you can't say money heals everything because it doesn't. So at the end of the day, when I'm at 30 minutes, I'm going to wrap this up, man. Check on your strong friends. Um, do what you got to do to make sure you're good mentally, you know? Make sure you're grounded. Find those people that really care about you. Not those people that just want to hear your business, but people that really care about you. Um, any questions, uh, comments, anything? Send it to tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com. And that's going to wrap up this episode of the Fly Perspective Podcast, Mental Health Day.